Today's episode is brought to you by This Is Major, notes on Diana Ross, Dark Girls, and Being Dope, a riveting collection of personal essays on black girl culture by Shayla Lawson. Whether she's taking on workplace microaggressions or upending racist stereotypes, Shayla Lawson looks for the side of the story that isn't always told. Timely, enlightening, and wickedly sharp, this is Major Place's Black Women at the Center. No longer silenced, no longer the minority. To do. Mm-hmm. Come on, hey. but I gotta be a woman. Yeah. I gotta get over you. <laughs> hey. Thank you. Thank you. It was a mess. <laughs> Think I saw your baby's mother mm-hmm. creeping at your back door. Oh, 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 oh. Come on, Echo. And your lying ass been cheating. And I can't take it no more. Yeah. I'm moving on. On. Moving on. On. Moving on. 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 Whose draws are these? Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise him. Uh, welcome back to the ride, ladies and gents uh, and uh, uh, folks of the binary. Welcome back to Getting Grown, man, with uh, Jade and Kia. I am Kia. I am Jade. And we are here to talk about the uh, worst hood we have ever endeavored to live in, honey. The uh, adulthood. Well, the good, the bad, the ugly, the test, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations, and the taxes. Which are uh, due next week uh, yes, of being are. a real life adult in the year of our <laughs> Lord, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. How What's are you going on with you? How you feeling? I mean, I don't have a complaint other than you know just trying to stay alive and safe and well in these cold COVIDy streets. Ha 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 ha! Stay alive. Yeah. Stay alive. Yep. Ha ha yep. ha. Uh, staying alive. That's like our theme song right now. Indeed. Mm. I don't know any of those well. words, but I'd be like, shovel lover, shovel lover, shovel lover, shovel lover, staying alive, staying alive, staying alive, shovel lover, 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 shovel Shorty, you can't tell by the way I... I don't know. That's all I know. But yeah. I'm a homeless man. No time to talk. <laughs> yes, yes. All of that. All of that. But yeah, I'm here. I'm just, uh, you know, just existing in this world. I think at this point now, I really am on an autopilot. We are doing the very best that we can. And that is just all that we have. That's um, really it. That is really all. So, but yeah. we also have trash. Well, I mean, the world is trash, so we might as well. Dumpster fire, let's head over there. A clean up woman is a basura, woman. basura. So, uh, Kia posted uh, actually a very hilarious <laughs> video, which was not intended to be so on her 
Instagram stories. Instagram. In which a white woman. I don't know what city she was in. I don't think that's I don't, been disclosed. I, don't I feel like I, I heard that it was LA, but I feel like it didn't seem like it's it didn't seem like it. Because I feel like there, there might have been a separate incident of the same thing happening. Um, I don't know what city this woman was in. She wasn't dressed like someone who lived in Los Angeles. I believe this was in California, but I could very well Some be Some other city in California. Yes. Not in the Los Angeles. And Martinez, I think, is where it was. So this, Yes, okay. This woman... I use that term in a in a uh, in a Pentecostal skirt and some chanclas. Decided that she was <laughs> going to rehearsal out. skirt. Okay, she looked like she was getting ready to go to vacation Bible school. She had Baptist <laughs> training union. Then she was going to the usher board meeting. She was on but her in way the to summertime. the summertime. Yes, a black and, choir rehearsal skirt, honey child. The worst I've ever <laughs> haven't seen one since 1998. And God's property was singing GP. Are you with me? Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Woo. So, she decided she was gonna go out with one sole can of Glidden. I and, mean, uh, bear, <laughs> Stanley. I mean, what is it? Uh, 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 Sherman Williams. Sherman Williams. <laughs> she just had one can of interior house paint, high gloss, and, and she took that. Said, can I'm of gonna paint, paint the street in the lines. I can't. She, the, so the Black Lives Matter was painted upon the street, and I, from what I'm told, or from what was. Uh, posted on the interwebs this the man who had the man had just finished painting black lives matter on the street and she was mm-hmm. waiting in her car with this sherman williams paint she said not on her watch not in her city they were not going to allow this myth of racism this mm. leftist lie to take mm. to take a, a hold of their city streets so she took her paint and began to quote unquote deface the black lives matter sign (laughs) but there was just one problem you know what i'm saying this young lady and i use that term very loosely but she she decided she was painting black lives matter but instead of she was painting within the lines so it wasn't in the lines. it wasn't that she was actually defacing more than she was actually highlighting the words black (laughs) lives matter in black paint so for that we want to thank you for your service um young 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 troll uh you know woman young karenita yes who cares but yes so uh i just thought that that was really funny because you know just it just reflects the lack of critical thought that most human beings i don't want to say you know that i don't want to say most but many human beings who operate under this notion of uh you know that you know racism is not does not exist Mm -hmm. you know it's Mm -hmm. just it's just a lack of reasoning and rationality um and she was so upset that she showed up to paint the street with one One. can of paint (laughs) she couldn't even get she painted she couldn't even get (laughs) she couldn't paint the whole b in black (laughs) and (laughs) <laughs> and it was just really, it was really something to watch. I put it on my stories because I just wanted to share it with those of you who have decided to follow me. Because I thought that this was something that we should all just share with. You know, what? I mean, the internet has really been um, highlighting. Oh, a source and a, of joy. I mean, illuminating all of the ignorance that is running rampant in our streets. And it is just, it is really something to behold, I'm telling you. It really is a gem. I know initially, you know, the traumatic videos are 
very disheartening and heavy but these videos that are now being posted that you can find that on the root by the way in case kids disappear you can go find the story on the root but there are so many beautiful stories there's one there's a a a black couple in montclair new jersey who were building a um stone patio on their in their backyard and this one of their white neighbors came and rang their doorbell and walked into their backyard three separate times Mm, to mm, ask mm. them if they had a permit to build a patio in their backyard. (laughs) And they were screaming at her, you've been waiting two years to come at us about something. And this lady rallied and really thought she was getting ready to make noise and like have some people behind her. All them white ladies came out of their house and they were like, nope. He didn't touch you because she claimed assault. He mm. did not touch you. She's like, you all didn't even see. We know he didn't touch you. And then she goes to approach one of the white women. You're really not. She goes, you need to back up, miss. You don't have a mask. <laughs> I know. That's right. So yeah. I'm loving these. <laughs> a these threat to these, the public health. <laughs> you are a threat to everybody right now. She looked like an idiot standing in the middle of the street, like a whole fucking fool just in the middle of the street by herself cause, and thought she was doing something. The so I man, love to see it. The white man that was with the young lady who was painting in the lines um, <laughs> was like, he was like, racism is a lie. Have you ever heard of the Emancipation Proclamation and our forefathers, Abraham Lincoln? And I was like, woo! I'm just telling you. Yeah. The dumb just jumps out in ways that are just... I mean, I mean, we shouldn't be surprised at this point, but it's just like, no. wow, 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 wow. You guys are really idiots. It is. And it's 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 great because most of the time they end up looking like idiots. And I'm not talking about the serious times again that we we know are the reasons that we're out here fighting and why these videos are being made. But these particular these particular uh, instances are sources of entertainment. Now, there are times where um things get a little difficult there was a story where you know there's a white woman and her and her and her man who pulled a gun on a black woman and her daughter uh, in a parking lot of a restaurant um because they were blocking their car after i guess they tried to get their license plate number there was a couple videos that were released out there and all i want to say i'm not even going to go into the details of it all i'm going to say is we face a lot Okay, Mm -hmm. and all these videos are coming to light and they're wonderful to show the micro and major aggressions that we have dealt with that a lot of white people have been blind to because they've chosen to be blind to it. So now it's blaringly in everybody's faces and we see what's going on. But please, please don't do nothing to instigate no situations because we got enough that we fighting for right now. Don't put yourself or your children or your loved ones in danger by 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 trying to escalate something that don't need to be now does that yeah. justify yeah. how white people react or how how people react in general pulling guns on people and whatnot absolutely not and you mm-hmm. deserve all the smoke for that you deserve all the felony charges and whatever comes along with that you don't pull no gun out on no people because they blocked your car that's just not you just don't do that you know what I'm saying? Y'all can have words. Y'all can duke it out. What happened to good old fashioned fisticuffs? I just feel like you know what I'm saying. There is um. A, a re- I'm just taking this position where, you know, I am being really selective and intentional about, you know, what what experiences, instances, 
conversations, discussions, um, and fights I'm willing to, you know, give my energy to. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. one, like there, there is, because you know we have we have to think strategically about this. You know, this is going to be a long haul. Like the road to transformation mm-hmm. and and institutional and structural change is a long and winding road filled with many a difficult conversation um, mm-hmm. and you know all kinds of. Um, you know, there are all kinds of elements and moving pieces to the fight for social justice. Um, as such, I just think it would be a waste of my time to to be barking up the trees of these people who are literally lacking the intellectual capacity. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, th- consider mm-hmm. consider what is low hanging fruit, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's there there are times where you can just quickly and efficiently get somebody out the way. Um, and, and move on to other things, but I just I am I am being more mindful to not get bogged down in the minutia, right? We not we don't have time to be arguing with these old backwoods Bettys um, no. who who don't have the wherewithal to have a productive conversation, and and you know right. fighting with them is a waste of my time and intellectual. Let me capacity. tell you something. Sis, okay, can I just, that's another thing. The videos are great. They're wonderful. But if y'all argue with these hoes one more time about whether or not you can enter a pool of a community, a gated community that you live in, or whether you can, whatever, your your rights as a human being. If y'all don't stop entertaining these peach fogies, like stop entertaining them. If Let me guarantee you, let me tell you something. If I'm paying my HOA fees and my mortgage and all of these things in the community, I am paying to live there and I go to a pool and somebody tries to step in front of me and tell me they need to see evidence that I live there or what have you that I don't live there. I'm not arguing with you. I'm going to mush you right on about my way and I'm going to go get in the pool. Okay, but what about the police, Jade? Call them. Call yeah, them. I just feel like, and so even I can that, tell them how like, this white woman harassed me. Or even that, yes, those kind of instances that we have been in our lives. But I mean, also like getting caught up in arguments on the internet with bots and foolishness, people who just uh-uh. randomly jump in you. Cause that's going to be my petty peeve for the day. People just kind of randomly jump in your mentions with their unsolicited <laughs> opinion, um, you know, and, and ill-informed <laughs> ideologies and beliefs. And, and, you know, it's like, girl, if that's what, if that's how you feel, cool but take that on over to the side of the internet that gives a damn because over here <laughs> you're you're not going to find what you're looking for i'm not going to go back and forward with you i'll say what i have to say but you will get the block hand the strongest one the strongest one i can find Blocker. and and that will be the end because i i am not going to i have to fight uh and literally we're waging war on the systems instructions systems and structures of oppression in in our american higher education system and that's why i got to devote my time and energy um and i'm not going to get caught up with somebody you know uh who had baked beans for lunch i don't have time <laughs> i haven't the time girl go Candy eat your baked beans go eat your vienna sausages and leave me out of it leave Stop me out of it you know what I'm Listen. saying? Eat your processed meat, sis, and leave me alone. 
Okay. I've already said if you purchase all your food from the Family Dollar, we you don't we, we don't need to have no Please. conversation. I don't. You have and that thick ass Tampico juice can I go. Don't have time. I don't elsewhere. have time. I don't have time. I have. I don't have time. Gather all of your house plant pets and plants and get out of my life. Okay. All I'm care. saying is y'all ain't gonna see my phone. I'm not going to be posting no videos of me arguing with nobody on the street. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen in the Home Depot, in the Lowe's, in the Ace Hardware. You're not going to see it. What you are going to see is me mushing somebody and going on about my business. It's just and not that's right. that on that. I'm not. I'm not debating. <laughs> I'm not. <Period>. I'm not. <laughs> it's just Period. that on that. But um, uh, what else is going on? So 50 Cent and Lil Wayne. Apparently, Lil Wayne has a podcast on, <laughs> on Apple. I'm just happy that he's sitting upright these days. This is it. And he's not leaning and not falling over. That oh makes Lord, us. That makes us. However, he is yeah. still fucking up. So 50 Cent was on the show. And apparently, uh, these he decided he was going to praise exotically women. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm, this is another conversation that I'm tired Exotical. of Exotical. Exotic. I'm tired of having it. I'm not finna argue with somebody who can't even pronounce his preference. Okay. Nah. That's enough. Okay. I like exotical women. Go forth and prosper. Okay. Cause I mean, we don't want you. We don't want you either, sir. Don't. And he, he he proceeded to try to perpetuate the angry black woman trope. You He's know, like, yeah, he, like I get I get with me an exotical. He's like, and they be looking at me and they be mad. Actually, no, they're probably looking at you because of all the awful things that you've said or called you out for a lot of the terrible things that you have contributed to society. I don't think anybody gives a hot and steamy fuck who you are with 50 cent or your very large teeth. Nobody wants their clitoris <laughs> chomped off. <laughs> So nobody's looking at you with any jealousy or envy. I nobody's don't interested. <laughs> I don't. Please. You're not about to yuck on my labia. Enjoy Absolutely it. not. <laughs> Absolutely Protect not. Your vulvas. Mouth. Protect your vulvas, women <laughs> of America. Guard Go guard your guard your vulva. Guard your vulva. Please. But listen, aside from that, right? I just think this is a conversation that I'm tired of having. Right. Yeah. I think that, you know, like like, okay, cool. If if, you know, given the condition of the world and the things that are happening and the fact that black people are being gunned down in the streets, uh, you know, by any and everyone who feels so inclined to do so. And, you know, 50 and Wheezy want to sit up and talk about, you know, the fact that exotical women, exotical look, women look better than what's going on in the neighborhood. Listen, niggas, have your fun and eat your Apple Jacks. I don't <laughs> care. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if that makes me angry, fine. Okay, I'll be mad. Just leave me alone, girl. Leave me alone. My, the, the worst part to me... You know, I mean, I don't want to say the worst part, but I mean, all of it was pretty terrible. But it's not lost on me that, you know, when 50 was talking about how these, quote, angry women be getting at him about his his him being with exotic women. Um, you know, he's like he's like my my inclination is to get defensive. And then he started like shadow boxing, like he'd be punching the angry women. I'm like, oh, OK, well, have your fun. This is the okay? same man who cuts up his his dollar bills and puts milk in them and then Do like, takes pictures. What? I can't you want okay just leave me alone um and i mean that's literally all i have to say like okay i I don't want to have it i don't want to have this conversation it's just another 
instance of a a, a black man or black men mm-hmm. in the public eye, you know, publicly saying that they're not interested in us. And you know what? That is their prerogative. Like the king of rocks and blunts, Bobby Barish, Bobby, Bobby Barish Ford Brown said many, many years ago, it is their <laughs> prerogative, honey. They can do, they can do what, what they, they want do. to do. It has little to nothing to do with me. If that's what they want, girl, have your fun. I think that I, I hope my hope and my prayer is that black women across the America would join forces in ignoring the foolishness mm. right if we would just all carry on like cool mm. go ahead have have your exotical honeys whatever that may mean to you whatever and, that means and listen listen we will be over here with our vulvas intact and we will be thanking <laughs> god we will be thanking <laughs> the lord for keeping us <laughs> in his divine care okay just leave us 50 alone. Cent will eat your pussy off like a firehouse sub. Hey, you all hey, better hey, watch hey. yourselves. And let me tell you what, it's not <laughs> my business. Okay? No. I don't have time. But, but also, time. if I may speak to my to 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 the light skinned sisters, to the multicultural, to the multi oh, whatever you, you whatever exotical? y'all want to call You're it. You're exotical. You want to speak to the no. exoticals like I'm definitely like not yourself? exotical. Okay. No. I just want to speak to the light ones because there's okay, also girl. this very disgusting. Uh, I've had niggas hey say some really wretched things to me, where um, you know in the form of quote unquote preference, and y'all have also seen these types of things on the internet. If a nigga calls you exotical, exotic, if any of that, if he praises you for your light skin, if he tell you, if any of those things, that's not a compliment. And if it's anything, that's a, it's, be, it's anti-blackness. It's a, it is a giant blaring warning, red warning. And that's not somebody that you want to deal with. I would also so like to extend. It's never cute. Absolutely. And I would like to build upon that by saying, I mean, hey, hey, 50 Cent might not think so, but I have been told by one oh, or fuck two. Oh, fuck Curtis. Listen, one <laughs> or two, one or two ignorant, you know, people out there, because not just men, because women have said this to me as well. But I have been told in my time that I have exotic features. People approach me mm-hmm. and ask me what I am or what I'm mixed with as if to say that I don't look black. Um, and I mean, hey, folks might agree, folks might not. I know that I'm a regular degular black girl from New York, um, but I'm saying that, you know, this this notion that, you know, exoticism or exoticism is limited to, you know, a certain hue of blackness or a certain, you know, kind of nationality mm-hmm. or you know what biracial identity or what have you that is you know it's just it's ignorant right i mean and, and exotic mm-hmm. can mean so many different things and so many different people so i just feel like this is a moot point we've had this conversation literally for years and it's like if they still on it if that's what they still talking about if that's what if they are interested in having this a discussion about in this day and age when the world is literally on fire this is what is of their greatest concern priority mm-hmm. to them okay girl girls sit over there and do what you want okay have fun have fun but leave me out of it because we are over here fighting for our lives and livelihoods and you might not understand that because you're wealthy and and you've had certain privileges that other of us don't have Mm -hmm. at this present time but if that be the case girl go over there and count your money and leave us alone just leave us out of it leave us out of it be unblessed and lastly on the trash so this has since come out. I think it came out maybe right after uh, last week's episode. So I'm sure you all are all very aware. But 
There is a young man by the name of August, September, October who was doing July an and August, honey. <laughs> <laughs> July and August, doing. Alcina. Okay, July and now, August, Alcina. I'm just playing. <laughs> what's so interesting is that I have heard this this young man's name not frequently, um, probably roughly over the past six years, and I have had the same question every mm. single time: Who is that? And so. So this young man, July, no, no August, business. September, October, mm-hmm. um, did an interview with with Angelish Yee, mm-hmm. where he decided to disclose that he had been in a relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith Bless for several God. years, and um, he was released from that uh, released. relationship or released, released. himself <laughs> from that relationship uh, once she and her husband decided to no longer be. Um, uh, 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 just marriage partners, but life partners. Whatever that. And means. right, and that he had a relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith, um, with the blessing of Willard Smith. Mm. So, um, you know, I just think it's wild, corny that this young man's about to come out with an album. And he said all this whoop de woo about how he's never thought it was important to talk about who he sleeps with or who he's mm-hmm. dating. But here you are doing an entire ghetto 60 minutes about <laughs> your relationship with Jada Pickett Smith. Now, we have all had our suspicions not of them, because I still don't know who this young man is. Bless but we have all had our suspicions of um, Jada and Willard's bedroom activity, which, in all fairness, is none of our business, which their is why we don't know and, and we'll never know. business alone. Okay. But it doesn't mean that it's just corny. It's corny. It's corny to talk on your genitalia. Okay, you know, we talked about it's corny to talk on your dick. It's corny to talk on this. It's corny to talk on your genitalia in general. Just keep your business to yourself. If you want to talk with your friends, talk with your friends. But to go do whole media outlets because you're about to release an album is just corny. Now, Jada (laughs) decided she was going to put out a statement. I think they're denying everything. And she is going to have a red table talk in which she has a conversation with herself. She's called herself to the red table. You know, there's yes. been a lot of conversation about this. And there are people, I think the folks are, it seems like people are pretty divided in, in their response to it. There are those who don't really care or are not as interested and have taken the Tabitha Brown, that's your business perspective. And then there are others mm-hmm. who have lots of opinion as to, you know, whether or not Jada Pinkett's relationship with August has been pr- is predatory in nature, um, given, you know, certain circumstances in his life and, and conditions that surround their connection, the age difference, all kinds of things. Um, so I don't know. I think I think it, it'd be it, it will be an interesting um, you know, I, it'll be interesting to see how this rolls out. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, the red table has been branded as this, you know, place where accountability happens. So, uh, I think Jade, Jada calling herself to the red table, um, you know, really sets the stage for some conversation about what all of this means. Um, you know, since the sensationalization of, you know, like, um, <laughs> uh, you know, 
black black bodies because you know i mean there are some people who feel like that interview with angela yee was an hour but we're so focused on this five minute discussion about you know who was doing who um and what does that mean right and then there's this that whole and the whole uh conversation around you know open relationships and what those you know what what uh what boundaries exist within and around those if any and whose business is it is it to, to decide and like juxtaposing that against your more conventional conceptualizations of what marriage are and how will and jada are responding to this there's lots of lots of conversation to be had i'm actually interested in seeing what jada has to say to herself and how she's going to oh, set up same. Set up this conversation, you know, at the red table, if there are going to be others there to kind of help in this self, this exercise of self accountability and what that is going to look like. So I think there, there will be much more conversation to be had as this unfolds. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say that I, I, I too had no earthly idea who, uh, August (laughs) still don't still am not entirely clear on all of the details of his life, but I will say that um you know this is really uh interesting um and uh, i i don't know like i'm interested to see where it goes from here also same same so we will definitely be discussing that when it comes out um, <laughs> i don't know has a date been released I don't, not as, I have no clue as of right now. As of I right now, no, I don't. Gammy had posted on Instagram and basically said something to the uh, extent of like, y'all got to take celebrities off, off these pedestals because everybody makes mistakes. So folks are like, you know, is Gammy kind of, you know, what is she saying? But, you know, I think that that that's intentional. These kind of cryptic messages are an intentional tactic to kind of, you know. Oh, of course. Lead us all speak- to believe what we will, right? Speaking of cryptic messages, Tisha Campbell posted one Ooh, right after this. I it mean, was because like- the tea is just getting warmer and warmer, right? Because... <laughs> Not only did Gina pull up, but you know, um, I've heard, I don't know, I have to go back and confirm this, but I think I saw that somebody said that uh, Lisa Ray <laughs> also had entered the chat, uh, you oh, know, and, and might have had some- The all-white empress came yeah, through? Yeah, she might have had some shady things to say in response to the latest development. So we will see. We will Lisa see. Ray's takes are quite hilarious she's always a she's always ready honey like her her gun is always cocked and ready to go and let the shit <laughs> fly it is really some it is a sight to behold at, at she every, is at the, every she is the brat sister she has all i mean all has she's always had a lot to say about Dwayne martin and uh his relationship with her former husband and all of that so you know there's just a lot a lot of things um, you know, to be discussed down to the red table. So we will see. I love Lisa Ray. I do. And so that's that's the trash this week. That is that. Let's get to some goodness in the shoutouts. All right. Let's let's do that. Narcissus popping right now. Okay, I'm very excited about our shout-outs today. So we have two actually. Um the first one is both of them are actually very near and dear to my heart. But the first one is is very special to me because it is a good friend of mine by the name of Mary Akpa. And Mary has released uh, a track entitled Black Body um, in which she speaks about. So she says in a caption on Instagram, 
that this song is my deep bow to anyone who knows what it's like to live in a black body. I honor you for everything that comes with to living in a black body. I thank you for living so beautifully. Let's take a moment to gather on today to celebrate the majesty of blackness. And so she speaks about the experiences of living in a black body. It's a beautiful song and it's available on all streaming platforms. So make sure you all check out uh, Mary's black body and I will be sure to post that in the description box. And then, and she's also an incredible musician, guitarist, uh, beautiful, lovely, soft voice, like just in a, in a light being. Um, the second one is also very near and dear to Kia and I both. Yes. Um, and it comes from our dear, dear, dear brother, one of my very best friends, Antonio Thompson. Love him. So. In honor of his grandmother who has recently passed uh, due to COVID, mm. um, Zoila Wedborn. And so... This is the Mattapan Tech Scholarship uh, that they are offering, which is in honor of Antonio's grandmother, Zoila. And they say this $1,000 scholarship was created in honor of Zoila Wedborn, a devoted community servant who passed away from complications with COVID-19. Originally from Honduras, Zoila worked as a nurse assistant for almost 40 years at Boston Medical Center, ultimately retiring in 2011. Through this work, she was able to buy her first home, support her children overseas, and eventually become a citizen and move her children to the States as well. As a tribute to her decade-long dedicate decades-long dedication to the healthcare community and caring for those who are ill, this scholarship will be awarded to a black or Hispanic woman of any age who is currently enrolled in a healthcare-related program at a college or university in the state of Massachusetts. The application is very simple, and the deadline is August 1st. The recipient will be selected by Zoila's family. And I can tell you that this family is filled with love, sincere, sincere love. Zoila was a very well-respected um, citizen and a uh, giant in Boston. In community in Boston and just giant known, in the community. Known for all of her awesome service and her mm-hmm. amazing spirits. And just like the, just leaves behind a great legacy of love and family and community. So I think it's amazing and dope that this family is continuing that legacy by extending their love and resources to someone in need. So if you are um, a young lady who is, is in school and meet the criteria, the eligibility criteria, we strongly encourage you to apply to take advantage of this opportunity. Every little bit counts. Um, yes. so, th- so listen, y'all better, uh, fill out your applications, honey, and get what you need. Get it. Deadlines, August 1st. Um, again, black or, black or Hispanic, black or Latina woman within Massachusetts who is in a healthcare related program. Please. The application process is very, very simple. This is $1,000 of free money for you. Absolutely. This is $1,000 to go towards your program. You know, this is everything that we stand for here getting grown. And for I sure. think it's absolutely beautiful, um, that the Webborn family is extending this out to the community. So we will put that information in the description box. Again, if like Kia said, if you meet the criteria apply the worst you can the worst that can happen is you're not chosen but the best thing that that can happen is that you are so and um and again zoila we love zoila through antonio Mm -hmm. um when she passed 
all of the workers in the hospital where she worked for decades lined up and paid their respects. They, she would make uniforms for the other healthcare workers and they took those uniforms and they put them up in her room when she was, when she was suffering and put them up on the walls to give her some light. So she is a very, very loved and respected, loved her Tai Chi, (laughs) very loved and respected. So again, all of the information will be in the description box. Um, make sure you take advantage of that. Sure. And with that being said, we'll get to the kitchen table. 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 Ben and Jerry's three new non-dairy frozen desserts are a new twist on vegan euphoria. So many non-dairy flavors, child. So little time. Ben and Jerry's has three new non-dairy frozen desserts made from sunflower butter. The Ben and Jerry's flavor gurus have taken a big leap this time. Their new non-dairy flavors are the perfect sweet treats for vegans, vegetarians, and everyone in between. Ciao. Listen to me when I tell you, um, I, you know, it's summertime and we just love, uh, uh, you know, ice cream. I do. It's one of my favorite go-to in the middle of the night snacks. Um, you know, much to my trainer's chagrin, but, uh, I feel a little bit better, um, eating these non-dairy frozen desserts uh, because I tell myself that they're better for me. <laughs> but, um, the, the fact of the matter is, um, they taste amazing. And they actually, you know, they have the look and feel and taste of ice cream. I hadn't, you would, you would not be able to convince me that, that it's not as a non-dairy dessert if I didn't know it for myself, but because they are that good. I really like the creme brulee. Um, it really does taste like creme brulee and I've never, ever been a mint chocolate chip girl, but I bang with the mint chocolate chip. Um, it doesn't taste like toothpaste, which I very, very much enjoy. So, um, if you uh, are looking for a non-dairy option, I strongly recommend that you check out Ben and Jerry's, um, their sunflower butter lineup and the whole non-dairy family at benjerry.com. That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y dot com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are going to talk about, um, okay, so we find ourselves the first Tuesday of July, 2020, um, <laughs> which means that we are officially in the second half of this treacherous year. Um, and I wanted us, yes, I wanted us, <laughs> even though it seems like it has been going on for centuries, uh, <laughs> the seventh I, year of this year. <laughs> I, I wanted us to spend a little time kind of, you know, reflecting on what uh, this year has taught us and specifically thinking, you know, since we we will have a, a few more months of, of challenge ahead of us um, as we are navigating several uh, global crises at one time, um, you know, given given where we are now and how do we how we prepare for where we have to go and what we're going through i thought it would be uh you know a useful exercise for us to think about what advice we might have given ourselves on january 1st of this year um had you known that the world as we know it would change forever um Mm. And so I was thinking about it for myself and thinking about like, you know, when, when you started like January one, like when I started January one, I was really coming out of a challenging 2019 and was looking forward to this year with a lot of anticipation (laughs) of all of the amazing things that this year was going to have in store. 
um, you know, opportunities <laughs> to travel, opportunities to host more events, opportunities to have live shows, opportunities to continue traveling for work and going around the country and, and doing the awesome, amazing leadership development work that I'm, I'm blessed to be able to do. Um, but you know, as the Lord would have it, <laughs> uh, you know, a true it, act of God, <laughs> you know, he, he just was like, you know what, since I got another thing, you know, we were going in a different direction. Um, and so when I think about what I might have told myself, like looking back, like if I, if I was speaking to myself and like, you know, what, what, what things might I, might I want to keep in mind as I as we are staring down the precipice of the next seven years of 2020. Um, (laughs) What, what are some things that I would want to know, right? What are some things that I would want to remind myself and affirm myself around? Um, So just thinking about it, I think that this year has taught me the importance of um, prioritizing, you know, myself and cultivating, Mm cultivating you know perspective right and not not being um shaped by the conditions that surround me but really doing the work of um you know um uh (laughs) really really doing the work of um the internal work of you know how do i find the joy the peace the the hope like what are the things that I need to do within myself to sustain my mm-hmm. sustain, you know, myself and the work that I have to do uh, when the conditions around me are less than ideal. Um, mm-hmm. And when I say prioritizing myself, it would be, you know, you know, making sure that I, I am uh, that I that I'm resting and really understanding what rest means, what rest feels like in my body, that I'm that I'm taking time to to get to know myself and date myself. Um, and not in that, you know, corny romantic way of like where you sit and have dinner by yourself, but like being okay with sitting with yourself and thinking about things and getting comfortable with, with yourself so that you can make decisions and advocate for yourselves in ways that are helpful. Um, I would, mm-hmm. I, you know, the, the importance of educating myself, um, reading and learning and having conversations and watching TED Talks and, you know, surrounding myself with information so I'm not led, a, led astray by my emotions and everything else. Mm-hmm. And then other more practical things, right, like saving my money and, um, you know, building a sanctuary in my home, making my home a beautiful place that I enjoy being <sighs> Um, you know, all the things that I thought I didn't have time for because I was so busy working. So I, I wanted to talk for a few minutes. This is not going to be a super long kitchen talk, kitchen table talk, but mm-hmm. what, what are some of the things? And I've asked, asked, you know, the internet on my social media and people have given some, some dope answers, which, which I'll share. But, but sis, if you like knowing what you know now about 2020, what are some things that you want, would want to advise yourself um, or, you know, coach yourself through the next few months of, of this very long year? Um, I think it's along the same lines because, I, you know, I started thinking about it. I said, you know, when we want escapes, like there are times where we're like, damn, it's really sad. I can't go on a vacation right now or there's this going on or whatever. And then we find ways to try to have an escape. We don't have that now. Mm-hmm. There's literally nowhere to go <laughs> right now. And so I think uh, I've had the same kind of uh, some some very similar thoughts where 
you need to this is the time for you to figure out if you like who you are yeah man that's real you know because because when you by yourself when there ain't nobody around but you <laughs> bruh what happens if you <laughs> don't enjoy your own company jesus so if you can't enjoy your own company what makes you think somebody else can mm-hmm. and you know it's it's just been you know there's a lot of time that people have had to have to sit and just think and mm-hmm. really just be with themselves and then they've watched all the tv and all of the distractions they've listened to all the music and there ain't shit else to do niggas were bored and they had to really be with themselves and it was a very interesting time to see how difficult it was and so you know just doing that constant work on myself so that i like myself mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. times like this i think is very important and then like you said carving out a, a sanctuary space so mm-hmm. that doesn't have to be an entire room if you don't have it available i don't you know you may not be able to set up a whole backyard oasis but just right. carving out a very small something that makes yeah. you feel good even if it's putting a white candle on your nightstand and lighting right. it every night because that brings you a sense of peace i find that especially now with there being no escape it's important that i i have that um, and being unapologetic about it right mm-hmm. like not feeling bad because i think one of the things that i noticed and we talked about this even when i'm thinking about like how to furnish my home and and where to invest um you know what what's what's worth a worthwhile investment when it comes to that and and realizing that you know why is it such a struggle for me to feel worthy of the things that i want um, and sitting with myself, really having these difficult, uncomfortable kind of conversations and reflective spaces with myself mm-hmm. to think about um, how do I how do I build a life that I love, even when the world around me is on fire? Um, yeah. What is what can I do? What can I do to be intentional? Because, I mean, one thing, you know, and I'm. Like, if I can't go anywhere, if I can't do anything, like you were saying, like, you know, traveling is probably canceled for, for yeah. I know it's for canceled for me, but for, for, but for a long time, right? And I know that I won't be able to go anywhere as far as, like, beaches and sands and pretty waters. Um, but I do have, I'm grateful to have a little outdoor space here. So I had a conversation with my friend Andrea over the weekend and my friend Tracy mm-hmm. was like, you know, since since you can't do that how do you how do you build in that rest and relaxation and have a little summer summer getaway in your home so I, you know i bought a little little bistro set on on the wayfair yes. got myself a little rocking chairs and some tables yes. and a little outdoor rug so that i can you know and some lights for my little situation so that when i want to i can go outside and read my books and mm-hmm. and talk on the phone and just you know have my own little summer and you know not feel bad about that right you know mm-hmm. like you know trusting that you know i mean I'm, I'm not doing anything outside of my means but it's okay for me to build um build this these spaces um around me for myself and it's and it's not always about buying furniture or, but there there are things like jay said if it's buying a candle mm-hmm. if it's rearranging the the furniture that you have if it's mm-hmm. uh you know painting something 
or on your wall or, or, you know, changing your bed set or like doing any, doing something to refresh and rejuvenate and make you kind of fall in love again with your, with yourself and your surroundings and to feel good Mm -hmm. in your home. That's something that I would definitely tell myself, or it's a habit that I'm trying to cultivate now and going forward, because I think that's the only way I'm going to be able to sustain um, myself going forward in such a crazy time. Absolutely. And I have a little bit more, but I, I'll get into that in our Black Woman Self-Care. I'm interested to hear okay. what some of the listeners submitted, though. Well, these are fun because, you know, we always have, you know, all of our listeners, much like us, we are. We are. A, you all are a good time. We are a good time, right? We enjoy. We enjoy things and we make things fun. So there are several folks who say things like, you know, I would stockpile toilet paper. <laughs> um, that's a big one um i would uh you know i would um take be be more inclined to take days off um and sa- save your money buy all the clorox wipes you can find give mm-hmm. yourself grace it's okay not to be okay you don't have to have it all figured out um mm-hmm. instead of trying to be a part of those white folks companies start your own You'll be at home mm. anyway. Um, um, use the summer to relax. R- recognize that relax, relaxing is a part of the process. It's supposed to, uh, you know, start working out and have a healthy eating regimen. Um, hug more people. Act a fool. Aww. Go out, pay a sitter, <laughs> and, and and go out while I you have the opportunity. Right. Don't put off anything until tomorrow or next week. Not even the smallest things. Um, don't get distracted, um, you know, and don't forget God's promises. He's not going to play you. He's still with you. Stack your money. I know that's right. Shout out to team typing. Yes. Stack your money and and focus hard on your business. Uh, get the kids more workbooks. (laughs) (laughs) Always, always keep an extra stash of flour and yeast and vanilla extract in the house. Um, And uh, keep keep some cash in the house. Know your boundaries and stand firm in them. Let's see. Twitter is saying, you know, brace yourself. Take all your vitamins. Save your money. Cancel your gym membership. Build a home. <laughs> Stock up on hand sanitizer. Find some home hobbies. Pray a lot. Call your friends and family. Uh, reach out to family that you haven't seen. Um, take the trip. I guess folks mm. were saying like, you know, in January they had opportunities to take trips and they didn't take trips. And I know what that's like, but um, mm-hmm. take it easy and do your best. Trust your gut no matter what. Um, uh, buy the house. Don't be afraid to buy the larger home. Get what you want. Buy what you want. Um, these are all super good. Curb your enthusiasm. shout out to you yes indeed um let's see cancel you okay enjoy every outing in january and february to the fullest stock up on everything fill up your pantry um take your study time seriously express gratitude daily that's a good one start yoga (laughs) Um, create a home you love. You're going to be there anyway. Stick to your budget. Take bigger chances. Um, learn more about investments. 
um, buy all the stock you can in, especially in product, in, especially in businesses like Lysol, Amazon, <laughs> toilet paper companies, etc. Home gyms are big. Folks are wishing they would have had would have had more gym equipment at home because the gym is a scary place now. Go with the flow. Um, have fun. Eat what you want. These are all pretty Amen. good. Schedule your therapy Amen. appointments. <laughs> mm. Get a therapist and keep going. Um, move abroad. <laughs> mm. Move abroad like you've been planning to. Mm. Limit your social media to 20 minutes per day. Watch what you take in and ingest. Watch the news long enough to know the world is still on fire and then continue on with your day. And get all the extra Clorox you can fit in your house. Um, regardless of all the calamity that's going on around you, remember these two things. Number one, not your circus, not your monkeys. Number two, you deserve whatever is on your heart. Go get it. I love these. Yes. Be very kind to yourself. Yes, indeed. But we can, you know, we still have, you know, a second, third and fourth wave that's coming and there's time mm -hmm. to, you know, to, and there's always time to work on yourself. Get there's always sleep. time to work on yourself. So yes, get indeed. some sleep because mm -hmm. we definitely ain't doing that right now. Honey. Um, but yeah, there's always Thank time. Thank y'all so much yourself. for answering the questions. But yeah, absolutely. Go, now that we're going forward, like you were saying, sis, like you know, these are just things that we can keep in mind. You know, we we have a, we will probably have you know, like you said, a few weeks, a few months more of this period of slowing down and social distancing and spending mm -hmm. time with self. Um, and. You know, we should use it as an opportunity to make the changes that we need to make in our lives to improve um, our conditions. And when the world opens back up, we will we will find ourselves healthy and whole mm -hmm. and prepared for whatever it is that is meant for us to face. We are resilient people. Thank you all for all your submissions. We'll be back next week with a, another kitchen table talk. Ooh. But we have a little honesty box update to get to. So let's go in and get into that. Okay. Need an escape from self-isolating? With UMC, that's the Urban Movie Channel, experience the best in black TV and film without leaving the house. Don't miss exclusive original series, independent films, and your favorite movie classics only on UMC. In the new original series, Double Cross, fraternal twins become vigilantes to take down a local sex trafficking ring. Passion, revenge, and murder, it's all in the family. This summer, Monica Calhoun stars as a career woman who finds unexpected love in everything but a man. New in July, Marcus Houston and Karuchi Tran star in the romantic comedy, A Weekend with the Family. Plus, don't miss WeTV on UMC this summer. Stream Marriage Bootcamp Reality Stars Hip Hop edi Edition featuring Real Housewives of Atlanta's Phaedra Parks and Loving Hip Hop's Tahiri Jose. UMC is available everywhere you find your favorite streaming services and new content is added weekly. Visit umc.tv and use code GROWN for an extended 30-day free trial. After that, it's just $4.99 per month. UMC, your go-to streaming destination for the best in black TV and film. Start your free trial today. 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 Honestly. Today. Today. Truly. Today.
So we have an honesty box update actually today for our honesty box. So a little while back, we read um, an email from Cassandra who let us know that she left her husband and moved in with her mother, filed the paperwork. Remember she had her child and uh, her soon to be former spouse at the time um, was a problem, blocked her from leaving the home. Uh And remember her mother and her sister bailed him out of jail after he assaulted her and all of that. Mm -hmm. So, We have an update from Cassandra and she says, hi, ladies. Thank you for your advice. It was much appreciated. The incident occurred on Friday, January 31st. Monday, February 3rd was my birthday. As you can imagine, I wasn't up for celebrating, especially not with my mother or sister. My mother did give me a birthday card. But with that, she tearfully asked that I drop the charges towards her ex-husband, remember, as a Mm -hmm. favor to her. This broke my heart. Through tears, I told her that neither she nor my sister have not been emotionally supportive through my divorce and I was disgusted with their actions on Friday. I also told her that this was not the first time he had been violent. She responded that I shouldn't be so secretive. I was pretty much inconsolable. I took the next few days off work to get myself together, which included an emergency visit with my therapist. Mm-hmm. I realized shortly after that I left my after I left my ex-husband that I needed therapy to break down everything that had occurred in my relationship and how to co-parent with an abusive former spouse. About a week after the incident, I sat down with my sister. She explained that she had felt bad for my ex-husband as he is not close to his family and worried he would sit in jail overnight if he was not bailed out of jail. She followed that up with an apology for her reaction. I let her know that I was hurt that she tried to bail him out. I can accept her apology, but I'm still hurt that both my mother and sister are still in contact with him, liking and commenting on his Facebook posts or asking me if I've seen the posts, asking me what they should get him for his birthday. I don't give two shits about a birthday or Father's Day gift for him. Their actions make me feel that they do not believe I was abused or I was being dramatic. I realize that this is not the proper environment for my son and I. My divorce settlement is due to be paid out next month. With those funds, I'm planning on moving out. Though I would rather a place of my own, I need space away from these two. Oh, though I would rather buy a place of my own, I need space away from these two. Thanks to Rona, the trial date has been pushed several times and is now scheduled for September. I refuse to not hold him accountable for his actions. Thank you, Cassandra. Cassandra, thank you so much for keeping us updated. Um... We're Yikes. sorry yeah, that you that you had to have to deal with all of this, but pretty terrible. The fact that you are doing what's best for yourself and for your child, making sure that you set yourself up in a healthy um, environment for yourself mentally and emotionally and physically is very very important. You know, buying a house will come, but your yeah. mental sanity and peace, especially now, is so important as you just heard us yes, talking about, indeed. and your safety. Yes, indeed. So, you know, we're sorry that your mother and your sister are 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 um, not, I don't, not being empathetic, not being understanding. Yeah, uh, I want to commend you. This. Yeah, and I want to yeah. commend you for for uh, advocating for yourself so fiercely and so fearlessly. Yes. Um, I, I know that that's probably difficult for you to do, um, but mm-hmm. I think that it's important that you uh, do it and it's in, you know, just if no one else tells you, we're proud of you and we, um, we're continuing to pray for your, 
your guidance and your uh, discernment and that, you know, you will get the strategy and uh, that you that you need in order to make the decisions that are best for you and your child. Absolutely. So we thank you so much for keeping us updated. Again, like Kia said, we 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 got we got you in our in our prayers and we sure. are proud of you. We're very proud of you and even when there's disappointment from blood family which we can't control, you just know that you have a getting grown family over here who cares very much about you and is rallying behind you as you take the necessary steps to make sure that you're okay. Absolutely. And your child is okay. So Please continue to send your honesty box questions to getting grown podcast at gmail.com. Please continue to keep us updated if you've written in before and we shall move along to our black woman self-care. Okie dokie. I deserve it's black woman self-care time because we deserve. Sing mama D. So. Uh, my black woman self-care this week actually goes along with our kitchen table talk because I gave myself a nighttime routine. Go ahead. I said it was very important that I wind myself down. I've talked about reading and things like that, and I make sure that that's incorporated. But I said, let me set up a very intentional routine for myself that I know is going to bring me an inner uh, peace. So a f- good friend of mine, Paula, created a woman's blend tea for me that contains so many natural herbs but including oat straw and red raspberry and damiana and things like that it's just it's a (laughs) fenugreek (laughs) it's just a blend of all natural herbs that support uh women's health naturally and also our um you know our system as well as you know giving us a little jolt in the loins <laughs> but uh <laughs> Not a jolt in the loins <laughs> a little jolt in the loins so because she made me this really nice damiana and cacao uh tincture as well that i take um which is really wonderful for libido and uh <laughs> Damiana's a beautiful herb. Listen, I you y'all know I be over here with the crunchy crunchy. I live it and I love it. But that's been my routine that and trying to get into some yoga by Adrian, you know, make sure I do a, a really relaxing um a really relaxing stretch and drinking my tea and just getting myself in reading, you know what I'm saying? And then I allow myself to watch a little drag race. Mm-hmm. But that's my that is my nighttime routine and I it brings it's a very small thing that brings me a lot of joy. I set my diffusers off in my room. I have two of them going with different scents of them, different senses in them and I'm also getting a lot well I've also I've always been into essential oils, but really really getting into the blends um and the different blends and how they benefit you and your system. So I've been trying to just set a routine for myself and that has it's very short. I you know have just been getting on it, but I'm determined to try to stay consistent. I know that when we're building habits, sometimes we miss a day or two and I'm trying not to beat myself up when that happens. but when I remember and I make sure, I do it. So that's my black woman self care. What's yours? Absolutely. I am working back to working out regularly. And um, I have uh, been really intentional about um, reclaiming my Saturdays. Uh, So this past Saturday, um, you know, I canceled the 4th of July 
and uh, literally <laughs> allow yes. myself to do nothing. Um, I sat in bed and watched Netflix. Um, I, I've, you know, floated in and out of naps. And when it was time for me to get up and get something to eat, I did that. Um, but it was just a really restful day uh, where I just l- allowed myself to, you know, take the pressure off. I didn't give myself any hell about upcoming deadlines or responsibilities, but I just enjoy my time. You know, I like to watch TV. So that's what I did. And it felt really yes. good. Yes. I love that. You better reclaim your Saturdays, Maxine Waters. <laughs> Reclaiming my time. Do this, please. Thank you. That makes me so happy to hear. That's important for our mental health. You know what I'm saying? You know, I know a lot of us be feeling guilty out there. I know I'm one of them. Like, sometimes I feel guilty when I nap or I rest. And, you know, or when I feel like I don't want to do nothing no more for Mm -hmm. the day. And it's like, why do you feel guilty when you, like, like, why do you feel guilty for for just wanting to rest? So I love it. I love that you're doing that. Send some of your black people self-care. Absolutely. Um, into getting grown. Let us know what you're doing and take care of yourself and how you're continuing to maintain your peace in, in these times, in these unprecedented times. And let's get on to these petty peeves. I didn't. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey, honey. All right, it's time to be petty and I'm ready. Bong. Okay. Um, so you know, the trolls uh love to find themselves in your mentions un- unsolicited. You know, just you know, they just find the trolls just find their way to you to spew their unsolicited opinions at you. Um, so I had I think I had just like retweeted oh, yeah. something. That somebody said, it, I think it was um, like an author was something talking about anti-racism and ways to be, you know, anti-racist, ways to kind of reconceptualize, you know, what we what we think we know about racism and think about it more mm-hmm. as kind of like a continuum versus a binary. So it's not just mm-hmm. whether or not folks are racist, but it's like how... Uh, you know, the degree to which we subscribe mm-hmm. to, you know, the racialized ways that our society is structured and built. And I just like retweeted it. And, you know, these uh, white people jumped into my mentions to share their opinions about how, um, you know, whether or not it's really fair or reasonable to hold other people responsible for, um racism right so because someone has said something about how it's not the responsibility of people of color to educate uh, people about racism in terms of how to dismantle it and they were just like you know it's illogical to to make this issue um that is about people of color uh you know to make it the responsibility of white folks and you know um uh, this long sorted response of foolishness but um the 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 part that i want to talk about right now is that you know they made a comparison to to jewish people around how like you know you know the jews did not allow what happened to them in the holocaust 
to, uh, I guess, set them back versus, you know, they were Mm. able to work hard and succeed, succeed despite Mm -hmm. the, you know, the terrible things that has happened to them in the past. And uh, I guess kind of encouraging black folks and people (laughs) of color to do the same. And I just want to say for the good (laughs) of the order that I am tired, weary, wounded and sad I am worn thin, and y'all know I'm not a skinny girl. I'm worn thin of these comparisons between Jews and black folks because they are unfounded, right? They are based on nothing. Um, People like to talk about Jewish people, the Jews in the Holocaust and in comparison to, you know, racism and slavery and Jim Crow in this country. And it's like, first of all, um, let's not, Let's not forget a few key things, right? We want to talk about how the Jews have overcome and bounced back in response to their genocide. There was a whole world war um, as a result of what what happened to to Jewish people in this in this world, right? Mm-hmm. And as a result, there were there the Jewish people were awarded financial resources and other social allowances that that contributed to them rebuilding their lives and livelihoods in the wake of the genocide that took place those many many years mm-hmm. ago. There are there mm-hmm. are Jewish people now who are still receiving reparations. As a result of, you know, these horrific incidents in history. Um, And, you know, along with that, there is this notion that their hard work, I mean, their 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 progress is, is contributed to their hard work and success. Now, that doesn't I'm not saying that they did not work hard and as a result, were were not successful, but they were, uh, you know, we cannot deny the 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 weight of the assistance that they received mm-hmm. in the form of money, resources, houses, lands, and how that contributed to to them Skin. being able, right, being able to, um, you know, I don't even want to say move past, right, because I don't even know if that's even fair to say, but like they have been able to uh, rebuild in ways um, that Black people haven't because they've been afforded resources and privileges that black people haven't in this country. And I want to also speak against this notion of meritocracy and this lie that everyone gets along because we all work hard and do what we're supposed to do. Cause that too is a lie, right? White people are no more successful as a result of their hard work. Um, then, then we are uh, not successful as a result of our lack of hard work, right? So white people have this, uh, there's this this notion, this idea that they have what they have because they pull themselves up by their bootstraps. They don't acknowledge the, the government subsidy and um, the ways in which they benefited from the systems and structures of, of, the, of racial oppression and racial violence against black people in this country um, and how that has literally pushed them centuries ahead of where we are Mm. and then we're all expected to show up and work hard in the same ways so i'm just sick of it i'm sick of it and i had a little time to get those particular whites out of my mentions today but um you know i'm just really it's, it's really uh exhausting to know that there are so many people who are willfully ignorant and blind. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, as I said to these particular people who I was talking to, like their, um, 
their unwillingness or incapacity, right? Could be both, could be a mixture of the two, but their unwillingness and or incapacity to to make the distinctions between um, whiteness and white supremacy as systems and structures of oppression and versus this individual responsibility that we are all responsible for who we are and how we are in this country is literally um, a demonstration of the white privilege that is that is wielded as a weapon against progress towards social justice in this in this nation and I for one am not going to be quiet and allow people to get away with this you know uh, this 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 bullshit, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm I, I don't feel like I can sit silently and let people make me feel like uh, black people are not where we need to be in this country because we won't do right. Because I mean that that would suggest that um like it's like you're holding holding black people uh, accountable to rules of a game that you didn't even like that you broke mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. like let's not let's not call a thing um let's 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 just not i mean you know, like let, let's just not and like and, and like if you're gonna be white and, and steeped in your white privilege and that's what you want to do that's fine but don't don't like uh, i'm not gonna say that's fine but it's just like don't don't try to like like uh what is it i can't think of the expression i think my daddy used to say all the time like when niggas used to piss on you and say it's raining it's like don't <laughs> don't like don't don't, piss on me and say it's raining. don't insult my intelligence right but oh, I mean, and even if you do so as a result of your ignorance, like, like open your mind to the fact that I, I am not going like, what do you think? Like, you think black people are going to be like, yes, you're absolutely right. We need to work harder. Like, come on. What do you mm. think this is? What do you think this mm. is? I don't know. A, I don't know a group of people who've not worked as hard as we've worked. We, I, we have built this country. This country stands on the backs of black people. Um, so mm. let's let's not let's not. Let's not act like let's not suggest that that this is a this is about um, uh, black people have being unwilling to take responsibility and ownership for our lives and livelihoods. That's not that's never been the case Mm-mm. ever. Uh, so, Mm-mm. yeah. And if you find your way to my mentions with your suggestions of respectability um and and uh that that this is about changing the hearts and minds i'm not worried about your hearts and minds white people i'm worried about your systems and your structures and your legislation and your policy we don't mm. have time for hearts and minds um uh, but mm. yeah if, if you ever find yourself uh you know appealing to to you know i want to want to appeal to you i want to submit something for your thought if you feel like you want to do that karen and ken just know that if i have time I will take it to get you up out of here. <laughs> I don't even have nothing for her. I just can't. Um, I'm sick of it. Stop talking to me. My petty peeve <laughs> this week is not even, I don't know if it's, it's not really petty, you know, and it follows yours. Speaking about this country being built on the black, on the li- on the backs of black people, especially black women. Um, I think I'm a little bit more irritated that, so I'm seeing a lot of circulation of the, of the story of Anna Murray Douglas, uh, who, you know, we should all know to be the the first wife of Frederick Douglas. 
Now, the thing about this is that she is never credited <laughs> uh, publicly a lot of times for the the information is there, but it's it's just not shared like that. She's never credited for the fact that she helped Frederick Douglass to get free in the first place. Well, you know, which then was able to jumpstart his his career as an abolitionist and so forth and so on, a writer and all of that. So I think I'm more irritated with um, seeing all of these different historic facts coming up that are new to people even within my age demographic and it's it's not their fault mm. this is how history has been told this is how they've been able to rewrite it so that it's cute to perform in a third grade play mm. you know what i'm saying george washington and his wooden teeth is very <laughs> cute to talk about and sing about um it's probably not as cute to talk about how these were the teeth of slaves mm. you know and things like that. So I think that um, a lot of the history that is becoming a lot more clear to people, I'm irritated that this history has not always been there. And again, that is not to any fault of our own, but it's just it just speaks to more systems and more whiteness being put in place to make sure that black people not only stay behind, but stay in the dark. That's why it's so As critical it, for us to arm ourselves with information right now. And that's why I'm committed to like reading more and having more understanding on my own because I'm tired yep. of being just kind of taking what's been fed to me as, you know, that's it. Right. But there's so much more history that's not been told. You know, in the famous words of Sister Act Two, to conclude this, if you want to be somebody, <laughs> if you want to go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. <laughs> so oh I admonish us all to 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 dig in and do our own research and really just continue to spread the truths um, about who we are as a people, what we've dealt with, but all and what we've over you know what we've overcome so far, but how much further we have to go because our future generations have a lot of work to do. Unfortunately, which is. It should not be their responsibility, but we already know how this falls. But that is another episode of Getting Grown. We thank you all for always coming to the kitchen table and sitting with us. It's always a good time. Maybe Enjoy. one day Kia and I will bring ourselves to the kitchen table. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Have a conversation with ourselves. That's enough. <laughs> ah, tell the people what to do, sis. Yeah, man. Y'all take care of yourselves. Stay safe. Stay well. Um, and, uh, um, remember to moisturize your skin. It's very important that we do that. It's getting warmer. Um, mm -hmm. and you know, skies out, thighs out and nobody wants to see your ashy, <laughs> ashy legs, but yes, uh, drink your, drink your water, um, and mind the business that the Lord gave you. Okay. That's what, it's just critical. And you must do that. Mm -hmm. Why sis? Because if you don't wake up and pay attention, your black will crack if it's dry. <laughs> Show you right. Show you right. All right now. Y'all take care. Wear your sunscreen. Ben and Jerry's three new non-dairy frozen desserts are a new twist on vegan euphoria. The Ben and Jerry's flavor gurus have taken a big leap this time. Their three new non-dairy flavors are made with sunflower butter. And they're the perfect sweet treats for vegans, vegetarians, and us. 
Check out the Ben and Jerry Sunflower Butter lineup and the whole non-dairy family at BenJerry.com. That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y.com. 